Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 178, Seven Things to Do to Prepare for a Home Showing. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you industry professionals about how to get ready to meet with clients to show a home. This one is kind of simple, but yet not always respected. It's not very complicated concepts, but in the name of time, in the name of energy, lots of people are missing all over the place. So I thought I would take a moment to just focus right here so I could help you guys find more success and earn more money in real estate. Ultimately, one of the biggest things is study the local marketplace. Ensure that you know the local market well. Why is this? Well, number one, it's your job. So it's very important to know. And that way you can write an educated offer and a lot of very simple reasons, of course, that are there. But also realize that in this data-driven world, in this world where people have computers right in front of them, the client's going to have done their due diligence. And when they ask you certain questions, it's going to really shine out at them. They're going to say, hmm, this is weird. This guy doesn't know about this. He doesn't know that the neighbor's house sold two weeks ago for this much money. Don't look like a fool. Do your market research. Step one, definitely study local comparables before doing this showing. I know sometimes we're in a rush. Like I said to you before, though, don't let a rush bust up your business. Take the time to properly study, look educated and go. Next, being on time is being late. Being early is a great way to ensure a proper showing. Getting there early allows you to turn on the lights. It allows you to do different things, right? If you don't get there early, you're not going to beat the clients. You're not going to be able to make a good impression. You're also not going to be able to get acclimated with the home. And if you're doing it from the photos of the floor plan, trying to lead someone to a place where you don't know. You don't know what's around the next corner. You don't know what's going to be there. You don't know how the floor plan is until you've walked around. So getting yourself familiar with it, getting there early, 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 early. Can't stress that enough. Next up, turning on the lights and opening the blinds can make a big difference. Of course, sometimes do you want the blinds shut? Yeah, if the sun's really, really hot and coming into the house, or maybe there's some awkward privacy issues. So the blinds service that but ultimately when showing the house people are going to go over and open the blinds anyhow it's one of the most common things we see they go peek out the blinds because they want to see what's out there so do them a favor get them open also let that light in because when you're in a room where it's light and bright it feels nice it feels friendly but it also appears larger dark has just this connotation with it of small, cold, all these different things versus light is like happiness, friendly, open. So allow that light in, make sure to have all the light bulbs working, have your clients replace light bulbs if need be. So that way there, the place is light and bright. Next up, number four, check the history of the property. It's amazing to me how many agents don't look at the property history. Take for instance, I'm going to look at a property later on today. It's a flip. If I didn't know that, I'd look really, really silly because it's only been 11 months since this person owned this home. What did they do in those 11 months? Well, that's what we're going to look at today because there's nothing wrong with buying a flip, but it's great to understand what you're looking at, why you're looking at it, and 
what the math looks like in between there and there. Because if I wasn't prepared for that, my clients would say, did you know that they had it listed at this price and now they bought it in the year later they have it at this price? And if I don't know, that's not a good look. So always, always, always check the property itself's history. If you're not familiar with it, use MLS. MLS has property history. You can also look on public record because remember, just because property doesn't show up as sold on the MLS system does not mean it wasn't sold. The public record is going to be more accurate to the solds because ultimately speaking, not everything goes for sale on the MLS. We have plenty of off-market transactions that are never recorded in there. So keep that one in mind when looking up the history of a property. Now, next up, no way to go in town. When you're there on the showing, you can say something like Shaw's Supermarkets is just two minutes around the corner. There's a Whole Foods 10 minutes away. Walmart seven minutes in that direction. The walking trails are two minutes down the street that way. You want to orientate someone on where they're at so that they know their climate, their setting, right? People oftentimes just follow the GPS into these showings and they don't actually fully equate where they're there yet, even if it's their own town, even if it's close to where they were, because we have this machine that just says, turn left ahead, turn right ahead. And we have all these conversations and radio and all these different things going on in life that we're not really paying attention. So as an agent, you can really say to somebody all the different key area things and where they are compared to you can really help them say, okay, this would work for my lifestyle. I love the fact that I have the walking trails right across the street from my house. So you know, I really have a lot of kids and I'm going to be over at Market Basket all the time. Really happy that Market Basket's right there. So knowing what's around, knowing where to get a pizza slice, knowing where to go to the gym, that's something that you want to do as an agent because it can add just that one extra level of bonus things that you can offer your clients as a service that's above and beyond what everyone else is offering. Next up. Dress appropriately for the property. Now, everyone has a different opinion whether you should be in gym clothes or you should be in a suit. Now, I've seen it all out in real estate, everything that you can possibly imagine, and sometimes beyond even that. But the truth is, it all matters what you're doing and why you're doing it. The reason I say appropriately for the property, if you're showing an equestrian property and you show up in penny loafers or stilettos, you might be in trouble compared to having a pair of work boots with you. So knowing the type of property you're showing and how you're going to get there and how you're going to properly show it is important. If you like dressing up, that's no problem. You don't like dressing up, that's no problem. But dress appropriately for the property. The appropriately for the property means that if you know you're going to be going up in a barn or different things like that, you might want to be wearing blue jeans or a sweatshirt that can get dirty. It just is what it is. And if you're going to do your job correctly, you're going to go everywhere. So dress appropriately for the property when you're going out to showings. This includes also if it's going to be raining out, plan, plan, plan for that, guys. Don't rush the client. Don't complain about the rain. Stand out there with a smile because you get your raincoat on and you dress appropriately for the property. Last but not least, this is just seven things you can do, right? Bring a flashlight and a tape measure. This one is very important. Flashlight, I know we have them on the phone, but they're not nearly as bright or nice as a regular flashlight. And the tape measure is always important. People are going to say things like, I'm not sure if the couch will fit or all these different things. Remember, buyers with questions don't write offers. So if you're leaving them with questions and you wonder why they're not writing offers, chances are it might be yourself. It's amazing to me how many agents go out there and talk about how certain people have luck or all these different things, and then they don't realize that sometimes their own actions are what lead to them not being prepared and not being ready to sell another house. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. 
If you haven't already done so, make sure to pound that subscribe button. Also, tell everyone else you know in the real estate industry about this great free podcast, teaching them just how to learn to earn more money in real estate every year. Check out us on the web as well at www.realfactsonrealestate.com. I look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great week.